0: It's a very good afternoon. It's Niall Boyd. I'm with you for the next hour or so now. We did contemplate talking about Marks and Spencer's new Christmas advertisement, but we didn't want to annoy you too much about Christmas yet. It's only the day, well, two days after Halloween, So people say, ah, hold off on the Christmas stuff now. But if you get a chance, have a quick look at the Marks and Spencers Christmas advertisement. It seems Marks and Spencers want to throw away tradition. Not only are they beating elves up with baseball bats, but they're also burning Christmas cards as well. The very religious tradition of Christmas seems to have gone down the drain when it comes to Marks and Spencers. And already people on Twitter are saying, boycott Marks and Spencers. Now, I don't know how well that will do but i do need they think they re- need to rethink their christmas advertising of course Lidl have just brought out their christmas ad and it's lovely it's all about christmas the traditions that go along with it but of course, of course marks and spencers are now calling it not christmas but thismas because of course they want to appeal their marketing people want to appeal to all the wokies who are out there but remember of course can kind i of remind all the companies out there if you go woke You go broke, and that's usually what happens. We will be talking about it during the week. We did get on to them today to try to speak to one of their spokespeople, but they said they've already put out a statement, and they're not willing to speak about it after that because they're above reproach, of course, Marks and Spencers, because they're so big. Well, we'll see about that. We'll talk to them, hopefully, next week about that particular advertisement. Now, the other thing in the news, of course, today, which is quite popular, is this. Fina Gael have just put out a nice big poster saying how wonderful they are. Of course, they're talking about justice, Now, when we talk about justice in Ireland and crime in Ireland, organised crime, violence against guard and other emergency service workers um, and landmark measures to support victims and punish perpetrators of domestic, sexual and gender-based violence are being increased, according to the Minister for Justice. Minister McAtee said the new laws... And tougher sentences mark a milestone in the government's efforts to build a stronger, safer communities and have zero tolerance of domestic, sexual and gender based violence. They go on about maximum sentences, of course, for causing harm and common offence in domestic abuse cases, as well as other assault increases from five years to 10 years. The scope of the existing harassment offence is widened to include any conduct that seriously interferes with a person's peace or privacy or causes alarm or distresses them. That concerns me a little bit, actually. What causes... So so if I write something about something on Twitter, is that distressing them a little bit? Anyway. uh, The new standalone offence of stalking with a maximum sentence of up to 10 years is created and in effect as and from today, November the 1st. The standalone offence of non-fatal strangulation or non-fatal suffocation has a maximum sentence of now up to 10 years. Maximum sentence for assaulting or threatening to assault a guard or other on-duty emergency workers increases from 7 to 12 years. And also the maximum sentence... For conspiracy to murder increases uh, from the current penalty of 10 years to life imprisonment. Now, these are all good things. I'm not saying they're a bad thing, by the way. The majority of those seem good as long as we're not too cynical. But the problem is when we look at the CSO figures, you know, thefts and similar offences have risen a massive 41%. Murder, by the way, in the first quarter of this year was almost double what it was last year. Homicides in Ireland in general have risen by 30% across 2022, according to the crime figures released last year by the CSO. And this is based on pre-COVID figures, by the way, because we know, of course, crime would have been down during COVID because not that many people were out and about. The Statistics Agency also said there had been 69 homicides in Ireland across 2022, compared to 63 pre, pre-pandemic in 2019. And the figures also show that crime categories are showing increases that were never seen before, before COVID. Sexual offences increased by 8%. A lot of that could be due with people just reporting it more as well. Attempted murders and assaults rose by 17%. And the real question is, according to Fine Gael, they want safer communities. But will we see safer communities by just increasing sentencing? According to statistics across America, when they even brought in the death penalty or kept the death penalty in certain states, it didn't make any difference to homicides. In other words, Does somebody think to themselves, if I box the head off this guy or stab this guy or rape this person, that I'm going to go to jail for longer? Is that really going to stop them from doing it? No, it's not. What really stops them is better policing, more police on the streets. That's what's going to actually stop crime or deter crime in this country. And there's lots of other issues in this country as well that I'm sure people would want to talk about today when it comes to crime. So the question we're asking you today is, do you feel safe in Ireland? Because Ireland was always considered a very safe country, wasn't it? And, of course, the American Embassy are putting out messages to all the tourists saying to be careful in Ireland, which is not a good thing, really, is it? After last year, of course, one American tourist was left literally for dead in Talbot Street. So the question I want to ask you today is, do you feel safe in Ireland? You can text or WhatsApp right now on 85 100 That's 85 100 We're getting tough on crime. By the way, somebody wants to know my sponsor by Red Bull because I keep drinking it all the time. No, but if Red Bull are listening and are watching, I'm quite happy to take you on board as a sponsor. Because I do drink it all the time while I'm here. Yes, I drink too much Red Bull. Um, yes, tougher on crime. The question we want you to answer today, by the way, is do you feel safe in your community? Because according to this, which has gone out today by Fine Gael, the spark press release, Fine Gael is, t- is not is going to be, by the way, because the new legislations, but is tough on crime. New criminal offences and tougher sentences take effect and today they want to make our communities safer. Are your communities safe? Do you feel safe walking down the street in your community? Do you feel safer now than you did five years ago? Or are you petrified? I can tell you now, as a grown man of 60 years of age, I wouldn't walk into Dublin City. There's not a chance I would walk. Eric mentioned the boardwalk. I can't speak for Cork, Limerick, Galway and everywhere else in the country, but I can tell you now, Dublin City Centre is a kip. Let me just go to Maliki. Maliki, hi. Good afternoon, Malachy. Maliki, they're getting tough on crime. And, and I don't disagree, by the way, with the majority of what they say in their thing here about increasing sentences, you know, uh, to a maximum sentence for murder, assault, rape, all those other things. Although I'm a little bit dubious about the one about people's privacy. But anyway, we'll get around to that later. But, so I have no problem with this. But the problem I have is they're talking about it in the past and present tense, which is Fina again is tough on crime. They're not tough on crime, are they?
1: This is more of the PR nonsense that comes from this government. They have no intention of actually making our people safe. And any of the things, even um, say the, the, the uh, fixed sentences or mandatory sentences for assaulting a guard or somebody, I don't think there's been any cases where anybody has been convicted of assaulting a guard or a nurse or a doctor and who haven't got a custodial sentence. The problem is that the criminal justice system in this country is too slow. It takes probably two to three years for a circuit court trial to come on. We don't have the prison spaces. Bail is given out too easily. Legal aid is given out too easily. And our young people in this country now have no fear of any consequences from their actions. That's not going to change because Helen McEntee, you know, says you can't say boo to a goose. You know, they're they're fixated. And even if you listen to, when they talk about domestic violence, they talk about domestic and gender-based violence, you know, what's that about? You know, it's already a crime to beat anybody up regardless of whether they're
0: your, a stranger
1: or whether they're somebody your wife or, in, or girlfriend head. yeah 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 so it doesn't need a special category but what they seem to be trying to do is to say and you see this continually in, in relation to sexual assaults and all of that and people giving out that um a number of people were acquitted last week um or, or uh, an acquittal was another prosecutor was was entered in in relation to a, t- uh, a case mm. where people where the victim didn't want to give evidence for whatever reason. Now, you cannot have a situation in a criminal justice system which says that any one person, just because they're a woman particularly, says this assault happened, therefore, somebody should go to jail. Therefore, they should automatically be convicted. You know, either we have a criminal justice system or we don't. The problem in this country is we have a criminal justice system that just like everything else in this country, just doesn't work and it can't be an accident now that the political and NGO class in this country are incapable of running a bath never mind running a country and you know it doesn't matter what part of this country you look at we talked about the other day where it's easier to get um, citizenship than a driving license the same political class talk about reducing crime and being hard on crime yet they want to legalize and decriminalize the possession of drugs so they want people to wander around with what is illegal today to have in your pocket to be legal tomorrow, which will lead to a huge increase in the use of those drugs. It will lead to a huge increase in the breakdown in society. We know that much of the violence of our young people is fueled by an addiction to cocaine and weed. You know, you talked about going into the, the city centre in Dublin, and it, this goes now for every major town. Will, and you, will, city you, will, you, will you
0: work it. in the city centre? Well, close enough now. You moved. You were closer to the city, but you're a little bit further out now. In, in the heart
1: side. of it, I was in Talbot Street, which is the biggest kit in the probably in the western ward at this stage. <laughs> and you know, you know where my office is, and you look across at the laneway in the back of the amusement arcade, and you people openly banging uh, needles into every part of their body. You people. Open me dealing in drugs, a hundred yards from the biggest police station see, in the they, they keep going on, feet. Yeah, but
0: they keep going on and saying the war on drugs is lost, but the war is only lost because there's nobody policing it. I mean, you can walk down the boardwalk, the war- and I've mentioned this before, and they're openly drug dealing on the boardwalk, and nobody does anything about it because there's no one around to do anything about it. You can have a fight in the middle of O'Connell <laughs> Street, generally speaking, or in the middle of Grafton Street, although I was in Grafton Street about three weeks ago, and I have to say now, it was because there was an announcement that day over the Palestine-Israel thing, and that there was a, a, obviously a security threat on that particular Friday, and there was a lot of the public order unit walking down Grafton Street in fairness on that one particular day, but generally speaking, you can have a fight in the middle of Grafton Street, O'Connell Street, Henry Street, wherever it is, and it'll be 20 minutes before a guard even gets there. So the problem Eric Nelligan is pointing out of main to is, lack of guard of Shaykhana, lack of presence, they don't have cars. I mean, the very fact that you have 1,027 cars for 13,000 members is ridiculous. In a modern world... Uh, wait,
1: wait. We've been listening to these arguments about resources and numbers and, and numbers and all for 30, 40 years at this stage. Yesterday I was in O'Connell Street and I actually saw three guards walking down the street and I nearly collapsed. So perhaps there was a politician coming to do some PR up or something yesterday, because that's the only time they're there. But what we need, is, it's not that we need cars, we need cops on foot, on the beat, walking around areas on a continual basis. The old style of policing. People need to know that the cops are about the place.
0: I mean, know, we, we, have, we, we all took we, the video over the weekend in whatever, that hotel, um, you know, where there was a melee in the hotel. I don't know, it, but it took the guards yeah, a long time to that get there. But it's
1: not in that culture? <laughs> but it's not in that culture? You're not allowed to so, talk about
0: that. So person. I'm so told. Well, I'm not even allowed to mention that. We're not even allowed to mention the <laughs> members of the travelling community. But anyway, um, we just did. There no, you go. And, and
1: even in that community, you know, you have the, the whole sulky racist. You know, around motorways and, uh, or not motorways, but the old uh, national roads, and nothing done about it. Yeah. Yet last weekend, again, we see hundreds of cops out on the roads, slowing down the traffic, mainly to give people penalty points or find them. And all people see with that and this massive mm-hmm. attacks on motors is revenue generation, get a few well being, penalise people. You know, I, I was on a, I happened to be on a back road into there. On, on Monday, and the speed limit was 80 normally. It was reduced, for some reason, to 60. And in the middle of it, you had a cop car sitting waiting to catch anybody that happened to be driving
0: right, at 63 miles an hour, 63 to, yeah, to get To get 85 quid off them. But too. Yeah. It's a favour. Just stay there for a second, Malik. Let me go to Sandy. Sandy, hi, how are you?
2: Hi, good morning, good, how are you? Good morning.
0: Sadly, I don't know whether you've seen this or not, but as a woman, you know, and I, I don't want to start talking about genders in particular, but women generally feel a little bit less safe, I suppose, for for many reasons. Oh, but, definitely. Yeah, but do you feel safe or unsafe in Ireland?
2: I feel very unsafe in Ireland. Like, I, even if I went to my local pub um, a few metres up the road, I still feel very unsafe. Like, we had an incident yesterday. I can't go too much into it because there's a court case at the minute. Um, in Appledore town, where this lad—I don't know if he was on drugs or what—he was. It, it doesn't matter what nationality he was, to be honest with you. But he—he he went into a local shop in the Appledore area, and uh, the staff there felt very, very uncomfortable and told him to get the f out. So he didn't like it. He literally put his head through the pane of glass of the front of the shop, wow. and his, his whole neck was bleeding from the whole way down. And he walked through the town, uh, and and, and I'm not exaggerating, right through the town into a school um, where there would have been um, infants, 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 students basically. And the school is closed for Halloween, but there was only um, a Halloween camp there for younger kids there at the time. So this lad in question broke into a classroom and there was blood all over the floor. He went out onto the schoolyard and he took off all his clothes.
0: Uh,
3: oh, no. To, yeah, uh, by the way, portion... can, by
0: way, sorry to stop you for a second, Sandy, but, no,
2: when, but... When,
0: when the initial incident happened in the shop, where sadly this fellow put his head through yeah. a window,
2: were the guards called at that point? I'm assuming the they would. The guards were called. Yeah, the guards were called. And where were at they? Time? Uh. To be honest, I could not tell you. I could not tell you. They were. Going I don't, that's of the crazy. point I'm
0: trying to make: is how did he get as far as walking down the street, going to the school, leaving the blood uh, everywhere, exactly. come out, taking his clothes and off? There
2: was a trail of blood. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. The girls uh, got him in the schoolyard and they had to beat him with a baton on the legs because he was a threat to himself and a threat to the children that were in the school at the time. Okay, and this last okay. Time okay. Time.
0: that sounds like a horrible, horrible incident for everybody involved, including yeah. the chap himself, by the way, if he was badly injured. But okay, yeah. but, but generally speaking, Sandy, what, what yes. do you think is the problem? I mean, yes, we can increase sentencing, but that's not right. going to stop crime. So what do you think the problem right.
2: is? Right. If youngsters are committing crimes, remember, I, I think I was almost sure sometime last week that they wanted to bring the age bracket up. For the youngsters from twelve years of age to a certain age. Um, Oh, that's right. That was that was
0: yeah. On the radio, we were talking about increasing. The the EU said they want to increase the the age of criminal responsibility from thirteen to fourteen or fifteen years of age, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: exactly. You see, the youngsters are doing all this criminal activity as well. For anyone who's who is taking drugs, um, (laughs) and you know, taking drugs. Yeah. You're (laughs) always causing. uh, domestic violence or whatever, don't be putting them into the prison. Put them into the army. The army will buckle down and they'll them big time. The army okay. the will take more size out of them. That's what's wrong with the criminal justice system. They're putting them into, just say, Mountjoy. They're putting them into Mountjoy. And we know ourselves that Mountjoy prison and all are full up to the fucking gate. Yeah. You know. And-, and,
0: and what you're saying is they come out worse than they go in.
2: Exactly, because they're not, I don't know about the, uh, what goes on in, in the prison, I don't know if they're getting counselling, this and that and the other, but put them into the army bar, mm. The army barracks, they'll buckle, buckle down on them. And with these youngsters as well, uh, there has to be some, something that can be done. Yeah, well, do what they do in America.
0: You know these boot camps. So, because I mean, if you tackle crime exactly. at a young age, it solves the, Well, it does help to solve the problem. Uh, thank you for that, Sandy. Sorry, Maliki. That's not a bad idea. Years ago, you know, when people were disobedient, so to speak, it was into the army. that not put a bit of discipline into you. Oh, I think Maliki's gone. Maliki, you still there? Oh no, yeah.
1: Sorry, I didn't know you were saying that. To yeah, me. yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, but. The problem is that there is a general breakdown in law and order and in society, and it comes initially from the family. I mean, if you roar at your child now, n- n- never mind giving a clatter because you're not allowed to do that anymore, and I'm not saying that people should be, the kid is straight on child line. There's no discipline in the schools. You're not allowed, you know, tell right, kids. You're not allowed to raise that your voice. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, even down to things to in school like there's a race. There's no winners now, and there's no losers. Everybody's a participant. Everybody gets a medal. So there's, there's no... Kind of hierarchy of right and wrong. People are told, so if you think it's okay, you know, then it's okay. If you want to be a boy or a girl, she can be okay. So every, everything, everything is kids okay. Are being told yeah. Is whatever they want to do themselves. So they have no barriers. There's no, you know, yeah, there's no we, line
0: to cross anymore. No, if somebody's you know, winded
1: then yeah. so be it, you know. Okay, well, but, well, hang
0: on. Yeah, if you do something wrong, I should God love me as mental health problems. Sorry, sorry, Sandy. Well, hang on a second. I need to go to Billy, but just before I go to Billy, Sandy, you just want to say something before you went there. Sorry, go yeah, ahead.
2: just one more thing. Uh, I just wanted to say that no matter what political party you're in, uh, Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, the Green Party, blah, 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 or whatever, they will promise you the sun, the moon, and the stars all for a second vote. <coughs>
0: oh, of course they will.
2: We are gone to, yeah, to the stage now where... We don't believe in any of them anymore. Uh, there was an article in the Westmead Independent this morning down in the Athlone area uh, saying that we trust TV's. No, uh, TV's don't know the definition of how to tell the truth anymore. We just don't believe them anymore.
0: Okay, well, I, mean, I think you're right. I think people have lost faith in them, particularly when they don't even know what a woman is. Um, stay there for a second, Malagiti. Carl, Let me go to Billy. Billy, how you doing? Um, Billy, you know, when I'm reading this, You know, this is all great because we're coming close to an election, right? It's not going to make an ounce of difference to crime how long you put somebody in jail for because criminals don't think of that when they're committing a crime. But if the government spent less time talking about silly stuff and pandering to NGOs, as Maliki said, maybe we could tackle crime properly.
4: So just to pick up something that Sandy said there, put them all in the army. So we're going to take criminals. We're going to give them firearms training. Like, come on, that's that's ridiculous situa- suggestion to make, first and foremost. Secondly, um, yeah. Well, I think what, she was talking about with... discipline, wasn't she? Because wasn't well, that the well, way they, it was they, years ago, Billy,
0: when people were a little bit wayward, particularly young men, uh, well, generally I, always I, young I, men, they I, went into the army and it knocked sense into them.
4: I, I, would, I would say, Niall, that years ago, the criminality that was faced by the state was quite different to the criminality that's faced by the state today um in terms of in terms of both scale and severity and you know the the influences that were coming on to people were very different yeah like remember a film like the exorcist was banned in ireland for what 25 30 years nearly Mm -hmm. before it was shown and then you look at what's available today so the, the, the 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 the, the, um, yeah, the, the bar
0: the bar has raised quite substantially when it comes I'm, to
4: morality. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm 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 not I'm not I'm not saying for a second that an, a film is an excuse for someone to carry out um, criminality or anything like that. But I would say that the media that is available to people today and what is what is acceptable or what they feel is acceptable is, is very different to what it was. No, I accept in, that. In, I accept that. Yep. In times gone by, and that that's not a justification or anything of the like such. Um, in terms of Finnegall, have been had minister for defence, or sorry, have have had the minister for justice for eleven, twelve years at this stage. Yep, yep. Um, since you know, Alan Shatter, been, I think was the, the first. Since since Alan, since Alan Shatter, yeah, yep. and and you know, it, it it is a case now that they're scrambling quite clearly with this to try and win back um, the the moral authority or the moral. People
0: will buy this. People will buy this. No, I I
4: don't think. I don't think people will buy it now because this is we're we're twelve to eighteen months away from a general election, and this is very clearly a party that has lost Mm. the moral authority. To this is, that i mean, this part. is
0: bullshit. I'm, not, I'm going to be totally honest with you because putting somebody in jail, say, just for example, for 25 years rather than 18 years for murder, is not going to make a ounce of difference to the but murder. We, we don't.
4: We don't. We don't. We don't have number one. We don't have the space capacity. But to, either to way. But either but way, two, it doesn't make any difference. Two, the stats. The no, no, stats no, we, show we it attempt, makes no difference. We attempt. We attempt to put people who don't pay a TV license into jail.
0: You know, yeah, no, or, uh, but, no, no, but the or, point I'm making, Billy, is it doesn't matter how long the sentence is, realistically. No, no, Because people don't think of that when they're committing crimes. We need to prevent crime, not deal with it after it's happened.
4: Exactly. I mean, you're, you're completely right. And, and putting, putting people in jail is, is, the, is the consequence of crime. It is not a preventative measure. No. Now, so, some people will say that, that the threat of, of doing no, hard time will, will stop people from doing you put... Know, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. There's it, no evidence of that
0: anywhere in the world. It,
4: it's the same. It's the same way that putting up putting up CCTV cameras instead of having visible police presence on the streets is, is something that's been done in Ireland and the UK over the last twenty or thirty years to try and deal with crime. People think that if the if the CCTV is up there, that'll stop them. It won't. There's plenty of videos of little little scrotes, pardon my language, stealing motorbikes around Dublin, but being filmed and put up on TikTok. But and but but Billy, can, can really I ask you a question daylight. as well?
0: You know. We have to acknowledge, but the government are failing to acknowledge, that we have an increase of population of 120,000 people in the space of a year, which is a large increase in the space of a year, right? What is it, 2% of the population? No, no
4: we, 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 have a, we have an increase in population of about uh, 1.5 million in the last 20 years. Absolutely. But hang on, no, the, point,
0: no, the point I'm making is that as much as I welcome diversity and people who come here, you know, working in foreign companies that are here in Ireland who are paying lots of tax and giving our ta- you know, our government lots of money uh, through corporation taxes, et cetera, et cetera, maybe not enough, but we also have to acknowledge that there are people who are coming here unvetted, um, unregulated, um, but possibly with criminal records, that by Micheál Martin's own admission on the BBC, we're not even checking. So when we're doing that, we have to acknowledge that and we have to put more preventative measures in to make sure that people are safe. But we're not doing that because of some sort of political correctness political that we can't even admit that.
4: No, I, I'm not going to go into that that minefield with you. I, I, I'm not blaming criminality on... No, on neither am I. Such. Neither am I, but, I ser- think, but certainly I think, an answer I we, it adds I to think. I think if we closed borders in this country tomorrow, we would still have a problem. Sorry, if we closed the borders in this country tomorrow and if we removed every illegal immigrant or every immigrant that has come into the country in the last 20 years, we would still have... A problem with criminality in this country. Yes, I would agree with you. There's no, there's no way, there's no way that we can get around that. That is a fact. The issue that we have is that over the last, and and it's it's going back to probably the 1990s, if not before. We have not adequately policed this country, um, commissioner after commissioner, and it's not just the, the most recent incumbent in that in that position as commissioner. We have had failings for decades in in policing strategy we 've had a, a reduction in policing numbers uh, as opposed to the population you know there's mm. and, and as you have said yourself there's there 's a morale issue there at the moment and um, you know police i I would say that there are certain guardies that are afraid to do their job because even the even police that were chasing stolen vehicles have been you know charged with uh, with, with that, dangerous yeah. driving or, or, or yeah. trying, to, trying to prevent crime. If, mm. the, if the police are not there to prevent crime, what are they there to do? Are they there just to, to pick up the pieces thereafter?
5: Mm.
4: And as, as Maliki said, and I don't agree with Maliki on, on, on a lot of things, but, you know, there, there definitely has been an element of societal breakdown, um, you know, li- listening to your show and listening to, to, to people that come on. You know, people just seem to think that the laws don't apply to me. The you know if I think and I'm, I'm thinking back to one of your your radio shows there recently the laws didn't apply to a guy and his kids in terms of in terms of driving you know because mm-hmm. he didn't feel the need to put up an L plate or an N plate for his kid he thought that was fine oh that's right yeah I remember him it, yeah. yeah you know yeah. and 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 it's it's a case that I think if I think the laws don't apply to me and I'm not going to follow them well fuck everyone else. And that, that's the that's the general attitude, and that yeah. is the break. Well,
0: the I mean, do you, well, just quickly before there's the break here and go to John as well, Malaki. Do you think there's a case of a lot of people just believe the laws don't apply to them, and that people are just ignoring legislation, now ignoring laws? Have <coughs> we changed? Are people changing, Malaki?
1: I think society has changed, and I think there's two different, at least two different aspects to crime. There's there's of course we will always have criminality, and we'll always have people who are engaged in fraud and robberies and drug dealing. Fraud is actually down, by the way, can
0: I just point out. That's the only crime that's down.
1: What ordinary people want, I think, is an end to this uh, wanton destruction and this casual violence and this, uh, particularly amongst young people who are just out for a good time and they, they think they can destroy anybody else that gets in their way. And people want to be able to go through the streets in, in a safe way, they want to be able to go out for a drink and get home without, you know, risk of being mugged or, or killed, even. And, you know, we have a police force that is more concerned about virtue signaling. We have police cars now painted in, in rainbow colours. We have cops marching in <laughs> rainbow parades and pride M- M- M-
0: for Yeah, Billy, sorry, what do you say to Malachi? hang on a second.
4: Well, hang on, Billy, what did you say there? Sorry. Take, take, take. Like I agree with your, what you're saying uh, to a, to an extent, there, Maliki. But I don't care if it's if it's a, if it's a, an orange or a, a, a day glow yellow banner around the guard of the car or a rainbow flag. As long as the guard is showing up, I don't care if in his off-duty time but, he decides see, to march in a parade. Hold on.
6: The,
1: the, it, it's not when they're off duty because if they're marching in a parade in uniform, then they're not off duty. And what that sends a signal to to, to ordinary people is that one class of people in this country are going to get a better service from the no, police no, force than no, another no, section. That's the no, reality. That's the perception no, that's out no, there. That if, 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 yes, of I, course I, it I, does, I, because I they, disagree, are all, they are making a political decision, hold on, they are making a political decision and involving themselves in political issues. The police for force that you know, has to, in uh, any uh, society, has to be non-political. It has to uh, every You know, to I, I,
0: I'm not completely agree with Maliki, Billy, but I'm not compre- agreeing with you either because <laughs> I have seen, you know, in recent referendums, you know, the guardie taking sides, you know, or flying a flag over a police station. I mean, that's not what they should be doing. The guardie, as Maliki rightly said, in any country of the world, should not take any position in any I, political I, I issues.
4: I, I would agree that the, the, the police. Uh, I, I, I would say, Niall, that the police should be a secular body that is beyond reproach on religious or moral grounds. They should be set the moral standard in the country. Definitely but the Justice Department should. should be the same. All, but the, we've on, seen the Justice Department
0: during let the year spend months, months debating hurty words. You know what I mean? All,
4: all citizens. That, that's the Minister for Justice. That's not the Guards. Yeah, but I'm that's just saying. Minister but look what they're their time doing.
1: The Commissioner was bringing in gender legisla- or gender rules in, into the Guards and only the, the ordinary rank and file guard stood up and said we're what? not doing what? that. What gender, what, gender rules know,
4: what, 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 what gender rules is the Commissioner trying to bring in? Sorry, just, just for my own experience. I, I, well, I, he I said, the, 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 that the
0: okay, I don't want to take him completely out of context, but this is obviously, I'm, no, I'm no, not quoting work. him gener- directly, but he did say that any guard who didn't use pronouns would face disciplinary action.
4: Okay. and well, they, and retracted. and
0: he retracted that later that
4: uh, that that, that I, I would I would put that in 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 the realm of ridiculousness to, well, to be to be yeah. to be frank and fair I would put that in the in the realm of ridiculousness but the other side of things Niil is in in this country we we have had a history of the Guardi being used as a, a, a as an arm of the Catholic Church in the past and there's no, you know, Wait, this, hold this, on, they
1: they, have... they, hold on, that's
4: nonsense. They've been used as an arm of the state, nonsense. and they have, they have, they, they have, <laughs> used <laughs> bringing, bringing women, bringing women to the to... Because they got pregnant, because they were got pregnant, and bringing them, they were used as an arm of the bloody Catholic Church, Mallick.
0: Come on, come on, you can't deny that. Sure, I saw the letter from the Department of Education who wanted a woman arrested for behaving like a common prostitute down a lane because she was kissing a boy and to be brought to a Magdalene laundry. So you can't deny that in the past, Maliki, In the past, the garda and no, have been an see, arm of the Catholic Church. The I'm just saying, Mallicky, don't deny me. it. Hold on.
1: We're here the church, now in the church, 2023, the church, the church and in, in my church, lifetime, in my the church lifetime, I'm just saying, there has been no influence of the Catholic Church on anything church, in my church, life. No, okay, look, okay, I don't
0: want to get held up on that because it was in the past. But Maliki you can't deny it. Now it's not the case now, but you can't deny it existed.
1: No, children from working-class communities were taken and put into industrial schools because they stole a loaf of bread or they didn't go to yeah. school. You know, that had nothing they to do were. with the church. That was the
0: state. I'm not, I'm not, that state. I'm not saying that it had anything to do with the church. What I'm saying to you is that the Catholic Church's morals at that particular time and the way they ruled the, the country with an iron fist certainly had massive influence on the way the, the country was the society,
1: policed. society, no, society wanted it that way. Okay, okay, well, okay. but let,
0: let's not get hung up on that because we could spend ages on it. Stay there for a second, Malik and Billy. If you can't, Norman, I'll come to you in a second. I want to come to John first. Before I do that, let me take a quick seven-second break. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. And all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up.
7: But not anymore.
0: <laughs> because now he has his own live podcast. The Niall Boylan Podcast. All right, let me just go to John if I can. John, hi, how are you? Afternoon, how are you? Good afternoon to you, John. I'm going to have to get through people really quickly because I've been told there's about 20 people want to come on in the next half an hour, so I don't
3: know how I'm going to do that. Well, I mean, the, 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 good, the good news is, is, anyway, from the second city uh, in the Republic of Ireland, and the grand total of people that were uh, uh, graduated from Temple Moor last week, we've got the grand... Wait for the Can have a drum roll, please? We've got one flaming guard.
0: One guard. One. From
3: Cork. One. Only one from Cork. No, one. Oh, you got one. Oh,
0: oh, one. stationed in Cork. Sorry, one yeah, stationed.
3: One was a, One out of the grand total. there was 135 or something came out of it. We got the grand total assigned to Cork. One. That's now, great, That's isn't bloody marvellous, isn't it? Yeah, it is But mar- the size of our city, like I mean. Okay. So, John. But, I mean, okay. The, as the as of... a as a man,
0: you know, a seventy year old man, because you reminded me of your age, but Not yet, not yet.
3: Just just, just just about sixty
0: nine, sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> when you walk through Patrick Street or when you're walking through Cork, you know, the Grand Parade or whatever it happens to be, do you feel safe?
3: Um, no, I would be in a uh, state of high alert, always mm. watching, scanning the road ahead of me. There's someone is coming up to us behind me, even though I walk. There's a lake where I live now called the Lock, and a lot of people walk there at night, and even the lighting isn't great on one side. But I notice now that girls, especially since Aston Murphy, when girls are out jogging or coming towards you, like they won't make eye contact or they look away they hurry themselves up and they're passing, you know? And I think that's the problem. I think there's no trust there at the moment in society and the whole, like up So everybody's up. looking at everybody
0: else with contempt. Yeah,
3: okay. Yeah, well, the suspicion, suspicion, I would say more than contempt, you suspicion. know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Like, last week when they opened the cop prison, I mean, a brand new state of art prison which they opened and closed the old one, right? They're, they're sleeping on the floor down in mattresses and of course I had to do good as a role on the local radio and all saying, God, this is terrible, prisoners and mattresses. All they've got to do is open the old prison and put them in there.
0: Yeah, but they won't do that because of health and safety.
3: Yeah, yeah. Bullshit.
0: Well, yeah. yeah, it is bullshit. I mean, they've, they've committed a crime. Who really cares? And,
3: and I'd finish on this. I wish I got this political policing stuff. Like, when there was murder with a big, big load of young fellas now down the road to Stone there for the Halloween there when the guards couldn't contain it. There was too many of them there. But yet the library protests is you know, and I guarantee here in Cork. There will be at least 20 uniform guards and there'll be four or five undercover guards there at that as well. Ah, but she wasn't Thank
0: covered you. on the Late Late Show last week. It's a great book altogether, isn't it?
3: No, but this is a click. It's absolutely
0: ridiculous. Well, the Late Late Show, I don't know whether you watched it last week, they, they basically um, gave a good mention to the protesters in Cork at the library. Mind <laughs> you, they, they yeah. obviously took the side of the library and not the protesters, because uh, allegedly, according to the author of the book who's in the studio, who wasn't challenged at any point at all, this is a great book for 13-year-olds.
3: Well, you uh, see, this is it, like, here we go, you know, like, I mean, is there any stealing, you know, I mean, has he been found out? Like, because he really should have asked the, the hard questions. No, there. he doesn't. And, he didn't. That the, and, the
0: interview and, was a disgrace. An absolute... By the way, I have no... People have objections to Juno Dawson being on the Late Late Show last week. I had no objections to him being on if he had been challenged.
3: Exactly. Mm. And just one point before he go, the fact is... that probably be you the now for calling him beginning. there. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. but it's Whatever. Orders, uh, <laughs> that um, during the COVID, there uh, people lost another respect for the guards, anyway, in right? The same week that the names workers called on Patrick Street, where the guards took their names, but up in the north side, there was a traveller funeral of three hundred people, and the guards didn't arrest one person.
0: No, that's star sure culture. <laughs> um, yes, I, I mean, look, I, I don't want to blame every traveller for bad for you know bad behaviour because most travellers don't don't. Behave badly. Unfortunately, Maliki, there is a problem. You know, within the traveling community, that they don't recognise themselves, and there is a disproportionate amount of crime within the traveling community, which they don't accept or
5: recognise. So
1: there's a whole range of NGOs now funded to to justify what they do and to, to allegedly speak up for them. Mm-hmm or to pander their own nests, so And now they have their own senator, even, who's appointed solely because she's a traveller, not because of her intellectual uh, abilities, I wouldn't have thought.
0: Well, uh, well, that's that's your view. Let me, well, hang on. Abilities.
1: Yeah, let me go to Norman
0: as well. Hang on. Norman, hi, how are you? <coughs> Hello, lion things. Interesting and, debate. Yeah, do, yeah. You, do you feel safe when you're walking around the streets of wherever you live in, in Dublin?
5: Uh, absolutely not. But I haven't felt like that since, I'd say, the 90s, mid-90s. It's been getting progressively worse. But once again, we're focusing on petty crimes, on on issues that are not really the important ones. The important ones, how is this country run? Why are we run by criminals? Mm -hmm. That's basically what they are. Uh, Why do we look at our old folks? Unfortunately, both my parents ended up in a a care home. And to this very day, I regret putting them in there Uh, when I could see how they're treated. Uh, same with uh, child care. Child care is uh, abysmal here, the quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we as a society don't seem to, on the, driving, don't get me started on driving.
0: But well, know, we'll, we'll like, Going back to what you are saying about old folks' homes and, and you know, child care, in other words, what we've done is we've abandoned the value of the family.
5: We've abandoned basic principles, basic decency and everything is run by profit Profit is to be end and on, the uh, uh, you know. Mm. The same with houses. That's why we're not building houses, because profit uh, is, is, is the end-all, is the main objective. And people, developers come out, you know, if they don't have like 50 or 100,000 profit per house, they're not going to build it. No. You can build a house for 100,000, 120,000, simple Yeah. you know. But we don't do it. There's, there's money there, there's millions there, there are billions that are supposed to be put into infrastructure, and it's not being done. <laughs> We're talking 20 years about a bloody metro, for Christ's sake. I, I still can't get out to the airport. My son had to get to the airport on Sunday. And because of the marathon, he couldn't get out. You know, we, there's no bus going out there. Uh, I, I'm nowhere near a Dart or a Lewis. If I was, it would be okay. Yep. But there's no infrastructure here. You know, if, if you're riding a bike around town, you're, you're screamed and, at and, and abused. Mm. I was attacked three times during COVID when I had a bike by, by lunatics.
0: So we're we're not, we're not actually, the problem is, is, it's not the sentencing by the way, because it doesn't matter how long you put somebody in jail for realistically, as long as they go to jail. Um, The point is that we're not actually preventing the crime in the first place.
5: No, exactly, exactly. A society that, that, if you look at Scandinavian countries in general, if if people are well educated, if people uh, are encouraged or rewarded by behaving decently, they will behave decent. If, If they're encouraged are not rewarded for having decent. They, they'll, they'll take the shortcut, they'll take the easy way. It'll be then greed and, and profit will be. Yeah. To, to, to see, we, we, we have a prime minister, or a Taoiseach, sorry, who has five or six houses or something. We have a housing crisis. And they're all in his his wife's name.
0: Well, well, oh, I... Right. I, I no, the yeah, not the Taoiseach. now, it wouldn't be the Taoiseach you're talking about. But, but in, say, in saying that, politicians do have houses and they do have properties. And many pro- politicians are landlords. But that's not a reason to give out because that's a bit of what whataboutery. I mean, they are well-paid. If you are well-paid and on a six-figure sum, you're most likely going to have properties that you might have rent out. That's not a reason in itself. There's good politicians that might actually own properties, for example, and rent them out or own a hotel, for example, who then might be giving up for refugees at the moment or whatever it happens to be. But it's not generally a reason to give out. Just in relation to the the, the, the facts there, what Malik was talking about, members of the travelling community, um, when you look at the prison population, 15 or 10% of the prison population, should I say, is members of the travelling community. When you consider that the travelling community is only 38,000 people, which is, I think, 4% or 3% of the population, it's certainly disproportionate. Because somebody texted and said it wasn't disproportionate. Of course it's disproportionate, unless you're delusional. Uh, Thank you for that, Norman. Um, Malachy, just in relation to what you were saying, I I, I don't want to focus on the travelling community. I don't want to focus on immigrants. I don't want to focus on any particular member of of society. But we have to acknowledge the fact that when we, for example, allow a lot of people to come to Ireland with no documentation with no idea who they are and by Michael Martin's own admission on the BBC we're not even checking, including Ukrainian people by the way, who could be, you know, there is obviously got to be uh, criminals mixed in there as well because we'd be stupid to think there isn't. Um, we're not taking that into consideration when we talk about crime prevention, are we? We're ignoring that because it's politically correct, impolitically correct.
1: <coughs> and that's one of the points that we, we made last November and, you know, we were called far-right fascists for saying it. Now we have uh, Michael Martin saying it. I mean, the man doesn't seem to have any logic in what he says you know because he says things as if they're new and as if nobody has said this before the the simple fact is if you go to any country if you want to emigrate to australia to america or anywhere else that's a relatively normal society you must fill in a form you must have guarded clearance to work in almost any section of this society in, in this country you're supposed to have guarded clearance yet if you come in from some other country you can't have guarded clearance because they don't even know who you are. Not that most of these people are going to walk anyway. But, you know, we, we, we have, if we look at the whole welfare system and the whole dependent culture and the whole abandonment of actually, the destruction of families and the abandonment of actually rearing children and allowing children to be children and not turning them, as some a green, uh TD there said recently that 12-year-olds or fourteen year olds are, are not children, they're many adults, <laughs> you know. We have the same political That was said
0: on the late, late, by the way, can I just point out that was said on the late, late show the other night as well that we referred to 13-year-olds as young adults. I don't know where this term is coming from. They're not young adults. Well, well, you adults are, a, adults it, are at the age of consent.
1: It's, it, in the same way as, you know, you're not allowed to call paedophiles paedophiles anymore. They're maps, you know, so and, and that's the agenda that's being certainly pursued there in many people's eyes. But, mm. you know, where you have for instance, the, the increased um diagnosis of a d h d and all these so called um, manufactured psychiatric illnesses which well, lead to well you
0: know, mean to be fair there are many children who have you know um behavioral disorders So you can't you can't deny that
1: <laughs> no if you look at the demographics of, of where
0: no i've seen no i've seen the research yes i've ADHD, seen the research
1: right Yes,
0: I mean, when you look at the research in relation to ADHD, the majority of people who have been diagnosed are people who come from, say, single parent families, people who come from a family that have less than third level education. So, and that, and that, that is the research. I'm only saying that's the research. It doesn't necessarily yes, tell you. And but
1: they, they come, the common factor in, the, in those families that you're talking about is that they are general generally on welfare, and there's an increased welfare payment, uh, domiciliary care allowance, payment in, in the middle of the year for respite, respite care, things that don't apply to, to say, middle-class families. So you don't have the diagnosis, you don't have the illness, in inverted commas, in middle-class families because, you know... The okay, well that, well that, that's a,
0: that's another debate that we can talk about another day, because I want to too deeply into that. We don't have the time today for it. But anyway, uh, listen. let me go to Joan. Thank you, Maliki, thanks for that. Let me go to Joan. Joan, hi, how are you?
8: I'm good, thanks, Niall. How are you?
0: Good. Joan, do you, do you feel safe?
8: Well, no, I don't feel safe um, in uh, Dublin anymore. And I don't feel safe for my children and my grandchildren and their peers. Like I, I worry for all children walking around in Dublin nowadays. And I know it's it's global as well, but it's in, in Ireland as well, it's on a high.
0: And when you say you don't feel safe, what, you worry about them being randomly attacked or you worried about them, you know, themselves? Well, I mean... About,
8: I mean I mean, I know it's it's most people it's not it's not on RTE. So we know that the RTE don't um, publish the truth of what's going on at the moment in Ireland. It's on um the social media sites like who, who the reporters like yourself, the Irish Inquiry Rise Up Area, there's lots and lots of pages who every day like I'm in a couple of WhatsApp groups myself and every day there's at least five attacks posted. Do you know what I mean? Like
3: mm-hmm.
8: I'll bet. girls getting stuck with needles. You know, girls being drives up up the road. Like, only an airfield there at the weekend, a girl had to run into a neighbour's garden and wait for her neighbour to come out to, to walk her across the road because there guys in the red car sitting outside our gate. Wow. And just I could I reel off hundreds, hundreds of them incidences. And they're, they're, they're like, happening every day. But, mm-hmm. but you know, the, the media is, is uh, ignoring it.
0: And why do you think the media ignores it? Not politically correct, is well, it?
8: Well, yeah. And the media are ignoring it, but having said that. I mean Mr. Faradkar has now announced in in his um roundabout way that Ireland is full.
0: Well yeah, like he said we he said he said Ireland has a capacity and we're now at that capacity, which is more or less exactly the same way of saying Ireland is full. He just didn't want to say that because that would have acknowledged course, that you were right.
8: And I mean, as Maliki has said, we've been called names since last uh, November. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Called I've been called every name under the sun, mad, crazy, fascist. I mean, I, I'm self employed of a small business and my business, somebody posted my business information to me online trying to say that she hopes that my hate speech comes to my business. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, like, whereas I I, I say what well, I feel is right. I say I speak the truth. I only speak the truth. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so does many other people. But thankfully, the normal, ordinary Joe hope is now realising this and they're now not afraid anymore to say, um... That, that you know, they were, before they were afraid of being called fascist, fascist or racist or whatever. But now that they're all, they're all agreeing with us, I mean, everybody now is torn in sides and they're realizing that what we said is right. This is an invasion of Ireland and it's a dilution of the, of the Indigenous Irish people.
0: Okay, so By you, you feel the- that we're doing this too quickly, and and obviously you you you're obviously going to tell me about them not vetting people, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, undocumented people. Well, I'm
8: not even go- yeah. I'm not even going to say. I'm not even going to say not vetting. I mean, we all know that. And let's but no, face- the government
0: have admitted that themselves. Should they, they've admitted yeah, that?
8: Of, of course. But I mean, if I was, and we can't blame the migrants, even no, though no. I I'm not in any way, shape, or form agreeing with it. But I mean, if the like, we we'll all put it out in many different languages, telling them all to come here. I mean, it's still going on at the moment. In Africa, they have a drive going on to tell people from Africa to come here. So why are they doing that? Well, 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 Leo
0: Varaka told us today openly why they're doing it, something we've been saying for years, that Ireland is too generous.
7: Yeah. Oh, so I, I
0: mean, look, if I was having a bad life in Africa or a bad life somewhere in Afghanistan or Iraq or Iran or whatever, Somalia or whatever it was, the Ivory Coast, I'd happily go to Ireland and take 230 quid and be a, be offered a front door key within three months or whatever Roderick O'Gorman was offering. Yeah. So I'd happily but do they, that, you know what I mean?
8: They're, yeah, but they're, they're also realising that that was lies when they were told that by Roger, Roger mm-hmm. But I
0: mean,
8: look at the... Mind you, that teams. didn't
0: happen, and it's not going to happen. They can't even offer a front door key to anybody. Don't mind people going so from another 14,000
8: country. 14,000 Irish people homeless, you know what I mean, living in tents on the streets. Mm. Okay, and so while all, while I know all we're all kind of venturing off into a different country topic,
0: country. and I know we talked about that extensively last week, but you feel that's the reason why our safety has become more at risk, because obviously more people coming in... That we're not familiar with culturally may be different. Some people. I'm not suggesting everyone well, becomes the country's dangerous, the culture.
8: I mean, I mean, in the Muslim community, once a girl has her period, she's game ball. Do you know what I mean? So I don't think Irish people realise that that they have a completely well, it, different thought set. And
0: that would depend, of course, on the people in the Muslim community. Not everybody who's Islamic. No, for I example, yeah, adheres to their their religion as strictly yeah. as you might imagine. You know. Yeah. But there are people who, yeah, there are people who are extremists in every religion.
8: Hmm. I mean, I only seen um I think it was Ross Cree there, um killings every Saturday night there, and they're all brown, melanated people that are kicking the head off each other on the streets. I've seen Irish girls getting the head clattered off them while their while their boyfriend was trying to defend against these guys and all this. And I mean,
2: yeah,
0: but like Joan them. in in fairness now, and I'm not gonna disagree with you, I've seen those videos, I'm not gonna yeah. disagree with you. But I equally see Irish people knocking the head off each other too. Shall we you all yeah, seen the that's video we all seen the video of the travellers knocking the head off each other over the yeah. weekend. You know what I mean?
8: Yeah, but Okay, so tell me something, Niall. When in your lifetime have you ever seen an Irish person take a matcha out of their trousers and slice somebody across an neck with it?
0: No, it's not a common. it's not a common thing that you we would have seen in Irish society. And yes, I'm Joan, I'm not disagreeing with you. It has become more dangerous. Absolutely. We're seeing it now. Okay, Joan, thank you very much indeed. Appreciate you coming on the air. Let me go to Morris. Morris, hi, how are you?
9: Uh, good thanks to Alan. I'll be
0: with you in a second. Sorry, keeping you. Go ahead, uh, Morris. What do you want to say?
9: Yeah, I just want to say that like whenever you go to the cities, like I used to go to college in Galway a number of years ago, and it's completely different now. Um, you know, it's it's a lot rougher. It's like especially with like I'm I'm not trying to say that everyone who's coming in is 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 extremist or whatever, but like there's a lot of people coming in. and We don't know what's going on in their head. They haven't been vetted. Like if you go to Islamic countries, for instance, they have a lot of. Um, like how they treat women is completely different to how we treat as yeah, and but because women are second class on. citizens. Yeah. Yes, and also like for instance, when you read the if you look at the Quran for instance, and I've asked numerous uh, fairly religious Muslim guys for instance in relation like do you believe in the Quran? Everything in the Quran is right, and he said yeah. I said what about the part where it says Muhammad married his last wife who was six years old, and he consummated the marriage as when she was nine. Do you think that's? Uh, do you believe that? And also, do you think that's right? And he suggests because well, what well, was different now, Morris. To
0: be to be fair, okay. To be fair to the majority of Muslims, the majority of Muslims wouldn't have sex with a nine-year-old. You know I'm not, I, I, not, I, what I'm saying to you is: if you look at the Bible, if you go back and look at the Old Testament, for example, if you talk about Christianity, there's a lot of dubious stuff in the Old Testament. And if you said that to a very religious person, do you believe everything in the Bible? They'd say yes too. So there are uh, there are. Minorities and sects within the within Islam and within Christianity who take their religious book and their holy book literally and very serious. So, no, but, but they I'm but sure they are minorities.
9: What I'm saying to you is when you look at the when you look at the the data, for instance, if you look at the data, there was a poll done in relation to Turkey um, a few years ago, and they found that seven percent of the population had the same views as ISIS. Mm. So, Turkey has a population of about eighty. 5 million roughly here and they, it would take, or, take a million or two you know that's and they're trying to get visa free access to Schengen's like that's like, and also like, they, like for instance No no I, the, look, I, 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 and I
0: agree it only takes a small amount of people to do a lot of damage and I understand that and if you have you know and as I said the majority of Muslims are a reasonably peaceful people but you know if, it only takes a minority to do a huge amount of damage it only takes one person with a gun to do a lot of damage
9: but like what I'm saying is, look at all the protests that happened in France, the terrorist attacks, and also mm-hmm. look at the protests in relation to what's going on in Israel and Palestine. Like I didn't see, like, like for instance, you you swear as if Israel was carpet bombing the place. Like if you studied history, for instance, so I, I the, I'm not so going to get
0: into that on in the show today, Morris, because it's a, it's a complicated all all topic.
9: It, all it, I know it is, yeah. and I I know what you mean, and I I know the, the, the history of it. But all I'm saying is that. Like they have different standards. If if, yes. if someone who is non-Muslim attacks a Muslim, they're all whether or not you know what I mean. No, or no, no.
0: I, no, I, I completely get what you say. When you allow one hundred and twenty thousand people in the space of one year to come into a country, you have to take into consideration cultural differences and and put in preventative measures when it comes to crime and and people's safety. And I completely get that, Morris. I'm not denying but that.
9: You, but do you, but do you think it's normal, for instance, for the likes of Norway? Having to do um, education classes for people coming in from those Middle Eastern countries that oh just because she's wearing a bikini doesn't mean you can grow her. You, you you know No, what that's I mean? not like, normal. No. Think, like, that that isn't not acceptable. No, and, like the fact that the government doesn't do anything or and then you know if people are well able to criticize the Catholic Church. If you compare the Catholic Church to someone, the Catholic Church is like a guy, an old guy who's on a defibrillator whereas, you know, they wouldn't challenge the Catholic Church back in the 1950s when he was at his their prime 21-year-old champion boxer. You know what I mean, like.
0: No, 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 I, I get you. Stay there, actually, Morris, for a second, because I want to bring Alan, he's been waiting ages. I do apologise, Alan. <laughs> I apologise to everybody who's waiting ages today. Sorry. Go ahead, Alan. Sorry, right, I was going for Good. Things. Sorry for keeping you, Alan. You've heard Morris there. He's, his concerns are that, you know, you have a lot of people coming into the country with different diverse and cultural views, and, you know, some would be dangerous, some wouldn't, of course. Um, and we should be taking all that into consideration, too, when we're talking about safety.
6: Yeah, well, well like he has a very good point there because when you think about it, like there was a woman raped up in Sligo. Uh, there was a fella that was convicted to 20 years in, in Romania uh, for, for raping a woman over there. And mm. he, yeah. he came over to Ireland for, for a good life. Uh, he parked inside a pub, waited for a drunk woman to come out. Uh, he paused as a taxi and, and she got raped. Well, like, and the, the point that, being
0: is if he, if he already served time for rape in Romania, he should never have been in Ireland in the first place.
6: Yeah, and like it's it's mad to think that that like there's actually people being called a racist, like just to make sure that like these checks are being done to ensure that like serious criminals aren't coming into the country. And in, in the situation like that, like we can't cover these things up. Like we we have to accept, uh, like like this is a very very serious open border issue. Like that woman's life has been permanently affected by by, by that Absolutely. whole incident. Of course, and,
0: of course, uh,
6: it, it, it's been undermined. but. Like, what well, 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 the problem is in this country is it's that like, the government is interfering too much with the police and, and they telling them to focus on certain issues more than others. Uh, for example, I, I was part of the library process and... In Cork. Uh, uh, I, I went to the one in Cork, I went to, to a library in Sligo, I went to a library in Galway and literally in less than 15 minutes the guards were there. There's, there's, there's a woman uh, walking or going for a run along the canal I believe she's going to work like and a man tried to Okay,
0: you, if you're talking about the Ashley Murphy case we cannot discuss that okay, Alan?
6: Oh no, oh, no this, this, this is actually it's a separate instance. Okay, uh, sorry I thought you
0: were going to talk no, about Ashley Murphy it's, it's, which is currently in court at the moment so we can't discuss it on the air okay, but go on, sorry Yeah, of
6: course Yeah, yeah but he literally took that woman two and a half hours to, for, for the guards to even take a statement from her mm. So like Okay, it, seven Okay yeah, yeah, yeah. So so what, what, what what's basically happening now is like like the media is basically telling people, okay, well well, well the police are DTs are the bad guys, like so so we have to go for police these people, like and we have to justify political policing these people. Like and when when you see like all of these documentaries and prime science about anti lockdown protesters and anti like people protesting against open borders and people protesting against libraries, like all how they're doing is lazy policing and justifying like arresting uh, people based. Yeah, in other words, there's a lot
0: more dangerous things happening in the world than a few people standing outside a library. Yeah,
6: exactly. oh, in the country, I like, say,
0: yeah.
6: Mm. And, and and I think that that really proves. Like, but but I, but I was shocked. Like, I I was shocked at the fact that in Sligo, the guards literally took tens to show up. Like like to basically come in and say, "Oh, okay, what's happening here?" Yeah. Like, and it's just. No, it's, well, it's, well, the so problem
0: is, Alan, we don't have enough guards. We pointed this out already. We've 13,000 guards, and, and I mentioned earlier on 1,027 guard of cars, which is absolutely pointless. So that's not even a guard a car for every 100 guards. It's just useless. That's yes. just pointless.
6: Well, well, it's just, see, if, if, if you went through to some of those anti-lockdown protests, and and if you saw the, the guard resources that had, like, like, the Ring of Steel on St. Patrick's Day, where it literally had the whole... The whole City of Dublin completely sectioned off and closed off. Like, uh, the guards going onto buses, uh, the checkpoints all over Dublin, they had railings all over Dublin City. Like, basically trying to stop uh, anti lockdown protests. Mm. And Bear in mind, like, there thousands and thousands and thousands of people around Dublin City that day, but, but their primary focus was going after the protesters.
0: No, 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 I, know, I I absolutely, I get you. I do believe that you're right. I do believe that we said tend to focus, and Finnegan in particular, have focused because obviously they're looking after justice for God knows how long now, are focusing on all the wrong things. And for a minister to spend all of her time during the year, you know, defending her legislation and hurty words, you know, while meanwhile people were being assaulted all over the country is ridiculous. And by the way, just to correct what I said earlier on there, it was a guarded car to every 10 guards. Is that what I said? Yeah, 1027 guard cars, 13,000. Yeah, I got it it wrong first time. 13,000 police officers, which is not enough when you go to other countries in the world. For example, there's generally a guard or a police car for every one or at least two police officers. Let me go to Bernie as well. Sorry, Bernie. Hi, how are you?
8: Grant, uh, how are you today, Niall?
0: Good. Bernie, do you feel safe?
8: No, I definitely don't. Oh, okay. I don't feel safe. In Galway. Um, I'm going in, in Galway, um, I was in Athlone there recently and I went to, wanted to go into McDonald's, but there were four non-national people, all well-dressed, and they were staring women up and down. And I felt so uncomfortable, I got back in the car and went to the drive through I felt scared. Well, that's not good. Um, that's no, it isn't. And it was the way they were, it wasn't even so much as they were staring at us, it. it was the way they were following the, the young girls with headphones. And the, I felt they were standing in the doorway. They wouldn't actually move. They were very impolite. And I had to say, excuse me. And same on, on Galway Street. They, they, I don't hear many English speaking or Irish people's voices. And they walk in groups. Um, you know, there could be four to six men walking you know, uh, and they're all speaking and jumping around the place. It's actually un- unnerving. You know, you're just trying to get to Booth, say, from Air Square, and it's just, a, it's a nightmare. I actually... Okay, I really can I really ask you, to be fair, things.
0: before, say, you know, because obviously, Bertie, like me, you're not a spring chicken. Um, before, no. before um, you know, we had an influx of people into the country from different cultures and different countries around the world. Did you feel like that, ever?
8: Well, I used to walk from O'Connell Street up to the Eye and Ear Hospital every day.
0: And you indeed, never, and indeed. you never, you never felt uncomfortable. So what you're saying is that you feel uncomfortable because people are culturally different, and not just culturally different, but I, I don't think no, it's I acceptable.
8: woman, I'd really scared as a woman. I, I actually, it makes me upset. I, I prefer to go into town with my my daughter or son who's ever going to town because I don't feel comfortable going in on my own. I always, I never had a problem going around Dublin. I never, you know, I never felt uncomfortable. I walked, you know, down Gardner Street on a Sunday when there was no buses to go home. You know, I walked all over uh, most countries in the world. i have never felt as unsafe as I do lately in the last two years. And, and I, I really, I, I, making, I know,
0: I know it's not you really are worried about because you mentioned this before. You're worried about the country that we're leaving for the young people.
8: Yes, yeah, my grandchildren and my 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 children. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm this is not what I want to leave them. I never had this problem when I was growing up in in, in the city. Um, and I now have it even in, in in the community in the village I live in. And you does know, it, does and it's, it sadden you to see yeah. Ireland
0: change the way it's changed? It,
8: yes, I do. It was a gradual thing, and we were all in. You know, it was it was um, we were all educated towards it, and we knew what our, in respect respected each other's cultural differences. As in, we we knew what was happening, but we don't. You wake up in the morning, there's another thirty new people that you don't know anything about, and they they feel that they own the country. I don't know what they're, they're they they look. They look at you as if they look down at you. I feel I'm not I'm not a citizen of my own country anymore. I nearly feel like I'm oh in the age group where they're hoping I'll go off the earth soon, and then there'll be more people here. I just don't I don't feel safe.
0: Mm. I mean, there was and a time where where we said you know assimilation integration. In other words, when people come here over a slow period of time, you know they assimilate and integrate. In other words, when you come to Ireland, you know we're not disrespecting your cultures of your own country, but you're in Ireland now and we have our culture and you must. You must abide by our culture. No more than for example, yeah. if I if I went to Dubai on holidays with Karen um, people are well aware of the fact that we like our public displays of affection. If I went to Dubai on holidays, we couldn't hold hands. We'd end up in jail. Uh, you know, we, we you know, so in other words, you, if you want to go to Dubai or Abu Dhabi on holidays, you have to respect the culture, the Muslim culture that's there, and you have to abide by the rules. Otherwise, you're disrespecting their culture. But yet we seem to allow people to come here and disrespect our culture all the time and bring their own cultures with them. And, you know, I'm, when you're talking about, you know, the, the way guys behave towards women in certain parts of the world where they treat young girls as second-class citizens or leer at them or behave in some sort of sexual manner to them, that's unacceptable in Irish society, but we seem to be allowing it.
8: Yeah, no, and it shouldn't be allowed. And I don't think, you know, whatever I call them, Fine are doing any job at all. I think they're actually, they're disrespecting their own people.
0: Do, do you when buy into only... their little press release today, which is um, stronger, safer communities, Fine is tough on crime. Do you buy, buy into that? it
8: absolute rubbish and lies. There tell the there. truth. For Christ's sake, tell the truth.
0: Yeah. Well, well, the, the, well the truth would be Fine or ourselves, but they can't really put that on a yeah. poster. You know what I mean?
8: Well, they should. Go around with a, you know, a bell and say, we, we've got it wrong. Sorry, yeah. we got it wrong. You know, I'd have more, res- I, I can't wait for them to go. I'm having, you know, I'm having a countdown party when they, when they do decide to call an election because I'm hoping that the next crowd are... Have, have their own. But who is it? We yeah. see, I,
0: people keep saying the next crowd, or who are the next crowd? I know what's going to happen, and we all know what's going to happen in the next election next year. Is people are going to go? We want change. We're going to vote for Sinn Fein. Should Sinn Fein or not change? They're worse. Well, I don't no, know whether they're worse, but they're no better.
8: <laughs> uh, but, I, mean, I mean, I don't know. Somebody, some somebody somewhere has the, has the answer. Somebody, there has to be good. There is good people. There is good people who have. The Irish interest at heart, who are listening to the people. There is, there has to be because if that's not, then we're a disaster. No, there is. I mean, I
0: know I've spoken to many good politicians on the air and public representatives on the air and some of them are really good people and I really trust them for the future. But unfortunately they're nearly all independents. So they're not going to be able to do much harm.
8: No, but no, I don't know. Something has to give. Like, we can't, we're all leaving under, um, we're all afraid to say anything. We're all terrified. Everyone is afraid. What's next? What's next? You see it. It's palpable. Every day you get up in the morning now, we're all, I'm afraid to read the news. Because I don't know what I'm going to hear about Ireland. I don't know what I'm going to read about somebody that was assaulted. Somebody was raped. Somebody was murdered. Like, that was never our headline. Yeah, see, I see, already, see
0: already I see a WhatsApp message there saying that Bernie is being racist. Can you stop her? I mean, what, what, what's no, no, racist about you I'm pointing behind. out that you felt fear when you seen these men leering at young girls? What's
10: racist I mean, about I that? I to
8: to into my car. Like, I'm in my 60s. I'm not anything to be, to, to feel like that. I should be independent. I should feel safe. I should be able to go into McDonald's and at and have a burger and things. Instead of feeling, I had to push through four men who were standing outside the door leering at women who were walking by and were trying to get in. I had to get back in my car. And that never happened to me before. And not in France, not in Italy, not in New Zealand, not in America. Never felt like that before.
0: Stay there for a second, Bernie. Let me go to Pat as well. Pat, hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Pat, you've heard, you know, I'm not going to deny the experiences of a caller. Bernie says she feels unsafe and she felt particularly unsafe with these gentlemen who weren't Irish, who were standing at the door of McDonald's, who were leering at young girls. Mm. I've seen that, by the way, in the past. um, Because it's a cultural thing. They believe they can do things like that. Um, but Absolutely. but okay, but in general, you know, Fine Gael think that by putting people in prison for a little bit longer, that's going to stop crime.
10: Yeah, but they're not. Let's just be real about it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to change. They're going to say we're going to give them longer prison sentences and whatever, but no one gets a prison sentence now for anything anyway. No. Do you know what I mean? We see it in our own town. Um, you know, it, and it, by the way, it's not just um, foreigners coming no, in. No, it's not. You know, it's not. Um, we have a huge, huge drug problem on our streets at the minute. Um, we see syringes being dropped everywhere, left, right and centre. Um, they can do it in front of the Gardaí nearly. And um, the Gardaí can't do anything. We've seen it with our own eyes um, because one guard patrolling the whole Main Street is not going to uh, interact with uh, uh, six or seven others.
0: You yeah, know? one guard who doesn't even have a car if he needs to get somewhere quickly. Exactly, you yeah. know.
10: Um, and that's the problem we have. We well, have you, well I, Eric pointed you.
0: it out earlier on, we've 207 guards for every 100,000 people. That's a joke. Yeah. and
10: it's a joke. It's a pure joke, yeah. and 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 that's where that's where you know by by coming on now and saying oh we're going to give um, longer prison sentences and uh, things are going to change. No, they're not. It's happening all over Europe. It's not just in Ireland. Um, my mother, she um, lives over in Germany. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, they, the, the crime rate has gone through the roof. You know, we ha- we were letting in unvetted lads. They throw the passport away, but they're going around with a new mobile phone. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and. There's no history where, who these people are, what they are. You know in all means, Let anyone in that, that's bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, like, we're letting people on our streets that we, we, we don't know where they're from. <laughs> were, were they in prison? Were they rapists? Were they murderers? You know? We don't know. That's, and we, don't, we don't know. And, that, exactly. and again,
0: I want to point out, Michal Martin said that on the BBC uh, last year when he was asked, you know, were they regulating or vetting people even coming from Ukraine? And he said no.
10: No, they're not.
8: They're not. No, can no. I can just that... say something to whoever?
0: Yeah, go ahead, Bernie.
8: Can I just say to whoever sent in that thing? Here they are trying to shut me down again as a racist. I am not, and far from a racist.
0: Oh, I know you're not, Bernie. I
8: am. i I'm. I'm. am in talking about how I feel. I'm an Irish citizen, and I don't feel safe. And I'm disgusted that somebody thinks yet again. Throw the racist. Well, that's what they do. Works. But the, but
0: but hold on, Bernie. This time, but yeah. but this time last year. Anybody who suggested we were letting too many people in, by the way, was called a right-wing racist. Now, Leo Varadkar, the teacher of the country, has said, well, we're kind of full. Well, he's not saying those words. He said, we're at capacity. Uh, so does that make him a right-wing racist? I think not. Yeah. So no. he,
10: well, well, it it, 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 It's it's one way or another. You know what I mean? It's it's their way or no way, you know? Mm. But if we... we, we we're trying to keep our free speech which we don't have let's be realistic you know we don't have free speech there's no such thing anymore you know but the minute you say something or bernie said something there um you're straight away stamped as a racist and that's just the way it's gone that's the way society has gone because they want to show us up yeah you know
0: okay okay stay there for a second let me go to ashling as well before we finish today ashling hi how are you uh, not too bad. How are you doing, Ashley? Uh, you heard Bernie. She doesn't feel safe, you know, uh, as uh, a woman in her middle age. That'd be fair to her. <laughs> she doesn't feel <laughs> safe. Uh, you know, Pat says we're doing it all wrong. and We're, we're not keeping people safe. Do you pe- feel people are safe?
7: Well, I don't live too far away from the main city west centre. Oh, OK. And we've had our own troubles. Uh, I'll just give you a, a little tick of uh, what's been going on in this village. Uh, talking about no respect, uh, they've been uh, drinking on the graves of Irish indigenous people, staying there all day during the summer. Somebody went in uh, to pay the respects to their relatives and came across a gang of them. So phone calls had to be made and two men went down and said, would you like to leave? You're not supposed to be sitting on graves, having your drink. Of course, they were spending the government money on drink. So they left. Uh, The next day they were in again, same thing happened again, the third time the men, more men went down and got rid of them. I myself, walking up that road at 11 o'clock at night, I jumped down my skin and I turned my head and there was a fella standing on the church grounds with a bottle of vodka. So I said, I'm not having this, I'm Indigenous Irish. And um, he had no English, but I was piping to him, the church bells. And his vodka bottle Time and time again, he wouldn't move. Eventually, he moved. He came out the gate. He was Algerian, and he gave me the um, French word for sorry. Uh, I can't remember what it is, but in Irish, it means "fuck off." It's a different. It's a different well, I, word.
0: I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, so I okay. got
7: a bit. I got a bit whatever. But he kept repeating this word, and then he said he was Algerian. So that was that. And then the um, piece of re- this resistance is. We have a primary school here and last year we had an Algerian from the city west who came up to the school gates, primary school gates, and took his trousers down for all to see his um, genitals uh, in front of the mothers and the kids. Then he proceeded to uh, piss all over the place.
0: Was he arrested? Was was he arrested? Yeah.
7: No, no. The guards were called. They put him in the car and drove 200 metres and dropped them off to the centre no charges no none
0: are you sure he wasn't charged for indecent exposure or
7: lewd behaviour that wasn't wasn't in the papers two months later we had another fella on the grounds, going around the windows to the primary schools he um, was uh, flashing himself as well trying to get the attention of the kids so uh, the principal of the school said for the time being to the parents collect your kids um, then we have the back entrance to City West, which um, Philip Dwyer.
0: Um, I'm familiar with him. Yeah, uh,
7: just an independent journalist went up, and there's a drug den. Yeah,
0: citizen, yeah, with a camera, West. yeah,
7: yeah. And he went in and he showed all the tin files, the crack pipes, and all. So they're doing that before. I, I, I'm
0: not, Ashling. I'm not denying anything you've just told me, and I'm sure you know that's as far as you're concerned. That's the truth of what happened. But, you know, we have other crimes in the city, too, that Irish people are responsible for, too. And I want to be clear about that because I don't want people to think today that, you know, we're just having a go at immigrants. And by the way, can I point out, I agree with a lot of what has been said today by yourself and by Ernie, that, you know, when we're not vetting people and you don't have the right security in place, we don't know who we're letting into the country. The majority of whom are probably decent people, but a lot of them are not decent people, unfortunately. Uh, and that has to be looked at, and that's part of the security of the state. So I am not denying that for a minute. Um, in relation to generally how we solve crime and how to make people feel safe, and, and not just against immigrants but against crime in general, how do you think they're going to do that? Do we need more, poli- to more police?
7: More police? Yeah. Yeah, get them off Get get them off the office desks, desks and get them out, uh, policing on the on the roads. You know, mm. uh, it is unsafe. Uh, yesterday uh, it came out that there was uh, sexual assault on the red line, which is my line. So I was on my way into town yesterday and for the first time in my life, I saw two guards getting under Lewis at James's hospital. Yeah, So they, they must be out looking for this fella that seemingly has something wrong with one of his eyes. You know what I mean? That's in public in in daylight. The sexual assault. That's, that's right. They,
0: they had to close that. They had to close the red line yesterday because they were looking for this guy. That's right. I, I heard something about the story about that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely shocking. But just just very very quickly before I finish up, sorry, Bernie. Um, yeah. You've you've listened to what Ashley said. You've listened to what Pat said. You've listened to what most people have said today. Most people just don't feel safe anymore in Ireland. I don't. By the way, think that's all down to immigrants. I do believe that's part of the problem. Um, what is the main problem as far as you're concerned, generally speaking? Do you think society has just changed for the worst in general?
8: I do. I, my personal thing is that society has gone to the dogs. We need to pull ourselves back. Mm. Um, yeah. That's my thing that we have. We have gone somewhere um, and, it's not, and, and we seem to have lost our connection to our, to our, to our indigenous people. Um, we've lost our connection to our land um, and we don't seem to care as much as we did in the past.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll read out the WhatsApp, and I certainly don't mean to be offending you, but I just wanted people to know the, the, the WhatsApp message that came in, right? But it said, Bernie is racist, and the future doesn't belong to her, it belongs to us. So what has it to do with her? It's just the exhausted last screams from a dying breed. In other words, people like me and you are a dying breed, and we should just shut up, essentially. Yeah, so what's
10: that's the, the new Yeah, that's yeah, it. That's, that's it. That exactly is. it.
0: Yeah, that's what's but wrong with the country. What's the, the new country.
8: breed looking like?
0: Well, I don't. I don't know what the new breed is. Is the new breed a bunch of head cases or something like that? I don't know. Who just don't care anymore? I don't know. Well,
8: yeah.
10: Well, my children I are not going to be like that. I tell you that. No. No.
0: Nor mine. No. Do you? By the way, Pat, how, how old are your kids, Pat? Um,
10: three weeks and um, nearly two.
0: Oh, oh <laughs> a young, a young family, Pat. So, Pat, do you worry? Yeah. Do you worry about the future for them, for the next generation? Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
10: Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, I'm going to raise them as well as I can, um, in 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 the sense that I was brought up um, with respect, you know. And um, but it's a it's a different subject by what's been taught in school nowadays as well, you know. You know, my my children won't be, you know. Yeah. And um, but that's another subject. Well, the
0: sex education know? and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah the absolutely. Five, five million yeah. genders. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All yeah, right. Yeah. It's
10: part of the brainwash thing that's going
0: on, you know? I, you know what? I think that's all part of the breakdown of society. Uh, all of it. Listen, thank you very much indeed, Bernie, Pat, Ashling. everybody got involved in the show. I appreciate it. Um, and I'm looking at some of the messages coming in. Marcus says, speak some truth, Nile. Lessons are beating around the bush. Tell people what's really happening and why. Well, I think we've kind of established a lot of that today. And I allow my callers to do most of that. Barbara says, it's absolutely crazy. The dog's hanging around the other night. Weren't a day over the age of thirteen. The parents are shits. Ian Holland says uh, defense forces uh, don't want to be responsible for criminals in their ranks. That's in relation to what somebody said earlier on about put them in the army. Melissa says people that could not wear a face mask were put in jail for God's sake. Uh, Linda says we need protecting from the government, <laughs> not the people, I suppose. Paul says they underfunded the Garda for years, shut down stations across the country, not to mention the corruption in the senior ranks, which is not capable of hanging onto mobile phones. Oh, that's right. and they lose their mobile phones or something like that? Some of the other texts coming in says, Niall, please stop avoiding the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room, according to them, is the unvetted immigration. All right. That's part of the problem. Part of the problem. Well, says not the whole problem. Well, it's certainly part of it. But if you are looking online today, this is the ad that I get you nice and close. That's the ad that Fianna Gael have put up online. Fianna Gael, tough on crime. And then it says on the bottom there, in that little bit there in the bottom, it says stronger, safer communities. And all it does is go on about, you know, their increase in sentencing for crimes that already exist. uh, More or less. So, in other words, you know, strangulation, suffocation, assault, causing harm, assaulting, threatening assault, a guard. uh, You already went to jail for those things. You're meant to go to jail. So, you know, one is up from seven years to 12 years, from five years to 10 years. That's not going to make an ounce of difference to crime. And anybody who believes that will is delusional. Because the evidence from all over the world shows that no longer uh, putting people in prison, obviously, deters them from crime to some degree. But the length of time they go to jail for doesn't deter them from a the crime, because if Johnny is standing there and he's going to punch the head off Mary, or if Mick is there and he's going to rape Deirdre, or whatever it is, he's not going to be thinking about how long I'm going to jail- go to jail for when he's thinking about doing it. He's not going to say, jeez, I better not do it because now I'm going to get seven years and not just five. Fuck, I ah, should I leave it for now? No, he's not. It's not going to make an ounce difference. He's still a nutcase. He's going to commit a crime. How we stop that crime is by having a Garda Shea Kana within the area or with invisibility to deter him from committing that crime. Or that he knows the police will be there within minutes if he does commit that crime. That's how you stop that. And I, by the way, I don't just stick it down to men, but men are the preferers of most of the crimes in the country. And women do commit crimes too, can I point out? But unfortunately, I have to take responsibility, some responsibility for men. Now... Thank you very much indeed for everybody who got involved in the show uh, today. I take all your points on board, and I think we all have to be 100% honest and say that the government are making an absolute balls of it uh, when it comes to crime in this country. We are not preventing crime. We need more guards on the street. We more need more visibility. If we can spend $4 billion, roughly, in two years on, you know, people and supporting people coming to the country. Surely to God we can spend a few million in Garda Shea In increasing the wages for example for recruits, I think what's it, 27 or 29,000 for a first year guard? Uh, you know, where is he going to live? Where's the guard going to live? So you recruit a guard and you put him in a station in Dublin. So where is he going to live on 27,000? In a hut? You know, in a shed or something like that? He's got a family maybe to feed. Where is he going to live on 27 grand? Even the second year, what is it, 30-something grand? Where is he going to live? That's pointless. Absolutely pointless. You will never encourage people to join and guard a Sheikana when you're paying them shit money. That's just a fact, isn't it, really? Because I wouldn't be a guard anyway, no matter how much you paid me, because it's a thankless job. It's a difficult job. And let me be clear about it, for those who think that I'm kind of licking the guards' assholes here. I'm certainly not. Um... There's a huge percentage of guards who are really good people, who want to do a really good job and genuinely care about the security of the state. There are a small amount of guards, and it is a small amount, who are complete and utter morons. And they're unfair. They're idiots. They don't like people. They don't like themselves. And the uniform goes to their head. Absolutely. There's a percentage of those out there, too. So I'm not defending all guards. I've dealt with one in particular about five or six years ago who was a complete and utter asshole. And who was corrupt to the core. And I'll talk about it again someday. I'm waiting for the six years to be up. And then I'll talk about it. I'll explain also very soon. But anyway, the point I'm making is, is if we increase the number of guards and increase the resources for those guards, the technology, the vehicles for them to drive around in, similar to other countries, well, then they may gain more respect and we may prevent crime. Until that time happens, we're not going to. The other elephant in the room and people have talked about it today and let's not avoid it because we'll be accused of avoiding it is when you continue to allow people to flow into a country, just like the border in America. You have seen those caravan of people going in when you continue to let people flow into a country with a free for all immigration policy with no checks, no documentation, no passports in a lot of cases. Well, then you are asking for trouble. You're asking for a problem. But we ignore that because it's not politically correct to address it. Or if you do address it, you're going to get called a right-wing racist, which I'll probably be called there for even suggesting it. But do I care? No. Anyway, thank you to everybody who got involved in the show. Don't forget you can watch the podcast or listen to the podcast of the show on our website, NiallBoylan.com. Also, don't forget our smug mugs. Everybody wants a smug mug. There they are on the screen. The way to get them is, well, there's a few ways to get them very soon we are going to be selling them on the website that you can buy them there's going to be other ones as well which are going to be a little bit more controversial we'll tell you about those in the coming weeks um but you can get them on the website but to get them on the website currently at the moment the only way to do it is to subscribe if you subscribe for a monthly payment of 5.99 which helps us to support the show to continue to do this because we're not being paid at the moment as i mentioned already the three of us have jobs that support us so that we support ourselves the subscriptions that we have, which thank you to everybody who subscribed, but it's not enough. It just about covers the bills, the electricity, the light, the heat, everything else in the studios here, et cetera, et cetera. And the costs involved in broadcasting, the costs involved in hosting the podcast, all of that costs money. So the subscriptions they have at the moment just about cover those costs. We don't get paid. We don't get any money for doing it. But we would like to because it will encourage us to do more and to do it more often. It would also... Give us more time. It would free up more time, and that's a long story, but it will free up more time for us to give you a better show, get you more guests, people that you want to listen to. Don't forget a lot of the interviews that we don't stream. Go onto the website, and you can see those by getting yourself a subscription. Every day, we give away one of those mugs randomly to somebody who's subscribed on the website to a payment plan, not the free subscription. You can do that anyway. The free subscription just gets you a newsletter every now and again to give you updates on the site. But subscribe for a payment of 5 99 It's the price of a pint of beer. If you can do it, I'm begging. Please do. Because we want to continue to provide this platform every single day to you. A platform for your opinions uncensored. It's not like a radio station where we have the rules governing of the BAI where I have to be balanced all the way through. I can let you come on. I can let as many of you come on and have the same opinion if you really want to. If we believe that's what should be done. Although we like to hear diverse opinions. We really do, contrary to popular belief. So please go to the website and support us. Do it now. Don't say, I'll do it an hour. Do it now. www.niilboyland.com Click the subscribe button. Five ninety nine a month. And you're doing me a huge favour by doing that. Trust me. It'll do us a great favour. For those of you who can't afford to, and I understand there's a cost of living crisis, you still get to watch the show and listen to the show free of charge. We'll never charge you for doing that every single day. So please do support us. And if you can't do any of those things, just share it with your friend. We understand if you don't have the money to do that. Just share it with a friend. Click on the link on the website to one of the the audio podcasts and just share it with a friend. Go to Facebook, go to Twitter, share the links with your friend. Tell your friends about the show. So please do that for us and we'd really, really appreciate it. Even if you're in the pub tonight, just say to your mate, do you ever listen to the Niall Boyland podcast? It's on Twitter and Facebook every single day. Just do that. That'll make a difference. You tell one person that's one more listener for us. We're absolutely blown away, by the way, by the amount of downloads, the amount of listeners we had. One particular one there the other day, for example, 15,000 people watched it live. That's not including, by the way, the thousands of you who downloaded it throughout the day who didn't watch it live or couldn't watch it live. So we're blown away by the figures. We really are. We're well above what we imagined we'd be at at this point. But figures alone don't... Give us enough money to provide it for you every day. That comes down to you supporting us financially. So thank you very much indeed to everybody. Now, what day is today? Is it Thursday? It is. I'll be back with you again on Monday. Don't forget, Monday to Thursday, every single day between 12 and 1. Thank you very much and have a great day.
3: The multi-award winning Nile Boylan podcast.